The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Hey, Kamala, tell me something, girl. Are you thriving in this Donald world? Should we bash him more? Is there something else to blame him for? You're falling. In all the polling, I find myself feeling so strange. And in the bad times, I fear myself. Welcome to Political Bombs Show. T, 
G I F. It's Friday! Woo! Yeah, it's Friday. Obviously, there's some of us who work on the weekend and they're like, oh, screw you, buddy, man. But for the rest of us, it is Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. As you can see, I'm in a much better mood. Why? Because I cannot make that mistake or I cannot have that glitch upon me that OBS Studio did to me twice. But twice is enough for me. And I'm not gonna rant today. I'm not in a ranting mood. So, nearly two decades ago, by the way, politicalbombshow.com to follow along. Nearly two decades after 9-11, states finally comply with driver's license security law. Why are they complying now, you ask? Well, let's find out together, shall we? It took nearly two decades after the worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil for every state to finally comply with a federal law requiring minimum security standards for driver's license and identification cards. The measure, known as the Real ID Act, was passed by Congress after 9-11 to establish a more secure national system less prone to fraud after several of the hijackers exploited loopholes to obtain dozens of driver's license from various states. The cards allowed them to take flight lessons and board planes to carry out the 2001 attacks. At the recommendation of the 9-11 Commission, Congress passed the law in 2005, and states originally <clears throat> had until 2011 to comply, though the Obama administration tried to drastically weaken the legislation, Obama Homeland Security Janet Napolitano granted a 20-month extension on the deadline as she worked behind the scenes to, of course, undermine the Real ID Act, asserting that it violates civil liberties and privacy. The measures the measure's crucial verification process requires states to certify the and author, no, no, certify the authenticity of every driver's license app, applicant, which is very annoying. I didn't enjoy that at all. By requiring the documents such as a birth certificate and or a passport. <clears throat> be submitted to get the card are legitimate and that the applicant is in the United States legally. It also calls for a newly created federal database to link all licenses information that must be checked before states issue new cards. <clears throat> 
This will establish a much needed standardized national driver's license system less vulnerable to fraud and will prevent terrorists from abusing it as they did September 11th hijackers. Once the law is fully enforced, federal agencies will be prohibited from accepting driver's license or ID cards from non-compliant states for official purposes including boarding an aircraft, accessing a federal facility, and entering a nuclear power plant. Of interesting note is that about a dozen states including Arkansas, California, Maine, and Oregon offer gender-neutral licenses and ID cards in violation of the Real, Car Real ID Act. So does Washington, D.C. The famously corrupt local government surrounding the, national ca the nation's capital, nevertheless Title II of the Act specifically states that features on each driver's license and identification card issued to a person by the state must include the person's full legal name, the person's date of birth, the person's gender, the person's driver's license or identification card number, a digital photograph of the person, the person's address of principal residence, the person's signature physical security features designed to prevent tampering, counterfeiting, or duplicating of documents for fraudulent purposes, a common machine, readable technology with defined minimum data elements. It is not clear how the feds will handle the gender-neutral license. I know you handle it. You say male or female, or you don't get one. How about handle it that way, you freaking idiots? Handle it that way, morons, gender-neutral, my nuts, idiot, fools, morons. Trump fights, chip, chip, come let me take your collar off, buddy. You're making a lot of noise. Hang on a second, folks. I just got to take this collar off because he seems to be getting itchy. There you go. Much better. Now, scratch away. Trump fights. <clears throat> Trump fights 1619 project that inspired riots. Let's see what this is about. On Thursday, that was yesterday, President Donald Trump announced that he would sign an executive order to launch a 1776 commission for American patriotism in education countering the Marxist critical race theory good of the New York Times 1619 project very good in his remarks Trump tied the deadly and destructive riots that broke out across America this summer to the ideology of Marxist critical race theory and champion the virtues of America's founding 
in opposition to the twisted web of lies undermining America, American patriotism. Our mission is to defend the legacy of America. Very good. Defend the legacy of America's founding, the virtue of America's heroes, and the nobility of the American character. We must clear away the twisted web of lies in our schools and classrooms, very good, and teach our children the manifest ma magnificent truth about our country, Trump declared. He noted that on this day in 1787, America adopted the U.S. Constitution. He hailed the Constitution as the fulfillment of a thousand years of Western civilization. No political document has done more to advance the human, the human condition or propel the engine of progress. So I very much agree with that. While the Marxism riots and the 1619 Project left-wing mobs have torn down statues of our founding fathers, desecrated our memorials, and carried out a campaign of violence and anarchy, Trump noted. And who could disagree with that? A lying bum would disagree with that. That's what I know. Joe Biden? Am I supposed to speak now? I don't know. I'm so confused. My name is Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden, confused and amused, you fool. I can imagine how the poor hand, uh, what do you call it, interpreter with her hands, she don't know what to do. He's like shouting gibberish. Let's see if we could listen to some of the gibberish. I just don't understand this guy. Let's see, do we have, okay, there we go, let's see. Let's listen to what is what he was saying. Ready? Um, hold on, let's start, go back to the beginning. Go there. Undo this. Here we go. <laughs> so would you like to say a couple words? <laughs> Am I supposed to speak now or is, is Baron supposed to speak? I don't know, I don't want to get in trouble here. Oh, it's me, okay. <laughs> No, that story it doesn't sound like he's just like he's confused to me it sounded like like he could have been trying to tell a joke didn't sound confused to me so I'm gonna disagree with that story he didn't sound confused at all to me okay what's next do we have here Portland protesters are unhappy that Andy Nigo is tweeting out their mugshots. Aww. Oh, the poor protesters. They're so upset. We are so upset, man. As you may already know, many of the protesters, rioters arrested in Portland eventually have the charges against them dropped by the DA Mike Smith. 
which means they often face no real consequences. In the short term, bail money is often provided, meaning those arrested are back on the streets in a matter of hours. However, getting arrested means they still get booked and that includes having a mugshot taken by the police. The mugshots are public records and are published online by the Portland Police Bureau. Reporter Andy Nigo, who covers Antifa as a beat, often tweet out, tweets out those images along with some public information about the individual's picture. But the, Will the Willamette Week ran a story yesterday in which several people complain that they've received threats because their mugshots were tweeted out. Oh, let me get this straight, protester rioter. So it's okay for you to threaten people, but you don't like it when it comes back to you. Huh? You don't like what goes around come around. Huh, Mr. Protester Rioter? No, you don't like it at all, do you? Well, stop doing it to others! How about that, bastards and bitches? Those mugshots, those mugshots, those mugshots should be tweeted out, in my opinion. And you, if you're good enough to give it out, you're going to get it back. You cowards! You want to dish it out, but you don't want to dish back out to you? Get out of my face! On August 7th, black activist Regina Gray was tackled by Portland police at a protest and charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and interfering with an officer. That same day, conservative Portland activist Andy Nigo shared Gray's name and mugshot on Twitter. Gray 30 is charged with interfering with an officer, resisting arrest, and more. Nigo, Nigo wrote on Twitter, she was arrested at the violent Antifa protest in Portland and quickly bailed out. Gray is frequently photographed with kids at protests and rants about white terrorism. The photo was retweeted about 475 people. 12 nights later on August 19th, a man showed up at her doorstep of Gray's mother's east side home and he was sweaty and nervous looking and he asked for Regina by name, says Lucinda Fisher, Gray's mom. He mentioned Gray's son and I noticed he had a gun in his hand. Fisher slammed the door and called the police. Gray had no direct evidence that night goes Robust social media presence is the reason an armed man arrived at her mom's house. I like it, man. 
I, I can hear you already. It's not right, man. Two wrongs don't make a right. We can't have vigilantes. Oh, no. Just let these protesters run wild. Fly away like a bird. No. I say get them. Get them. That's the only way to stop them. Gray has no direct evidence. No direct evidence. So Regina Gray continues to attend protests despite threatening messages she receives on Instagram and Twitter. She says she deletes them as soon as she gets them but says people are calling me a terrorist because you are a terrorist you stupid bitch. Calling me an n-word. I think she's lying about that part of it. She just wants the black sympathy. When you act like a bee, you mess anyway. And the messenger says, are mostly white men, all white men. Of course, they're going to say that. First, let me say up front that obviously no one should be making threats online, much less showing up at someone's house with a gun. That is crazy behavior and shouldn't be happening to anyone. That said, I have several problems with this story starting with the fact that as both Gray and the author admit, there's no proof this incident has any connection to Andy Nigo. We're just supposed to assume that one of his followers might be the reason Basically, what they're trying to do is to stop him from putting the marks out so they make up this fake news story. So you're full of it. I call BS on that. I call BS. Do you heard me? BS. What do we got here? A pen judge slashes bail on far left riders charged with rioting and arson. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Can you tell I'm happy because it's Friday? It is Friday. Now, looking at these mugs, let me just pop them up if you are looking here on YouTube. And if you are listening, I will try to describe these mugs, but. If you can, check out the YouTube version of the show. And here we go. So, starting from the, we got one, two, three, three, one, two, three, four. So we got 12 mugs out. I'm gonna start from the top left. Where's the names? Are the names? Where are the names? Um, You know, I think I read this story already. I'm looking at these names and I'm remembering these names actually. Like T T J Fry. That that's not a real name. So yeah, I think I re I did read this before. But it's worth showing their ugly mugs again. They all look very uh, troubled. You got from the top left one black young black male. Then looks up next to him is a white male, young white male, then an older 
he looks Hispanic like to me then you got another black male I'm not gonna I'm gonna if you want to see their mugshots go to politicalbombshow.com I don't want to look at their faces anymore so this this is annoying Fox News it, so Nuke Nuke Newt Gingrich he got outnumbered on Fox News because he mentioned George Soros. So is I I don't understand why they they stopped him. He's right on this. He mentioned uh, he there was a discussion about the summer's violence and rioting in the Democrat-run big cities. Fox News contributor Nick Nuke in- Gingrich said the following: the number one problem is almost. All these cities is George Soros elected left-wing anti-police and they they cut him off but I guess there was an apology issued by one of the anchors says Fox News anchor Harris Faulkner apologizes for shutting down Newt Ingrid's criticism of George Soros funded lawless prosecutors and so he's right I don't know why they shut him down, but here is a very interesting story that it gives us something to think about. It really, really gives us something to think about. And so I will think about this right after this. Kobe came out of China and was looking for a lung to steal It was so unkind, it wanted your behind, didn't care how it made you feel When it came across this large group, they were talking and breathing a lot It jumped right down into their lungs, said, now look what you've got I know you may not know it yet, but I've infected you Now go out with your friends and give it to all of those folks too Now you look pretty healthy, son, but give this COVID its due I know you've been told I can take your soul, cause I'm worse than any flu Lung said, I feel puny, I want to feel good again I'm gonna fight this with all my might, so let this fight begin Tell that lung aristophy, you fight that battle hard You wanna beat the COVID so your lungs don't get too scarred And if you win, you get to go on with your life, I'm told But if you lose, it might be cause you're old COVID took a big deep breath and said, I'll start this show. And pain came into those lungs and it made it hard to blow. And it caused a fever and other symptoms the body couldn't miss. COVID settled in those lungs and it sounded something like this. Body said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but hold on to your virus boots and let me show you how it's done. Find the lungs immunity run. We're 
gonna find this, it won't be fun Cover trying to make it hard to blow We're gonna fight to make this virus go Because it knew that it'd been beat And it left that body completely From its head down to its feet Body said, COVID, just come on back If you ever want to try again I've got antibodies now So that's the last that you get in Burn lungs, immunity run We're gonna find this, it won't be fun COVID trying to make it hard to blow We're gonna find, make this virus go Welcome back, welcome back. So, politicalbombshow.com, this is a legitimate question here. Is Beijing funding riots in America? It's time to investigate. And it makes sense because obviously China doesn't want Trump to remain president. That's obvious. He's really tough on them. And they would rather have a Joe Biden in there. And so, could they be funding some of these riots to cause chaos? Well, let's read the story. Who is funding the clearly organized riots happening throughout the U.S.? It's a question often asked these days without many answers. George Soros definitely, I would say, he's a, he's a top runner-up too. Or it could be one or both of them. Who knows? Black Lives Matter has been a, con a consistent participant in each of the riots this summer. Chip is trying to get it on the camera work here. Huh, buddy? Yeah. Gonna get it on the camera work there. In fact, up to 95% of the summer's riots are linked to Black Lives Matter activism, according to the data collected by the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project, which is a nonprofit organization that tracks conflicts across the globe. Yeah, buddy, yeah. Corporations, professional sports leagues, and Hollywood all have shown support for the main Black Lives Matter organization. And now we know that a pro-China organization, the Chinese Progressive Association, funds a Black Lives Matter sister organization, Black Future Lab, a venture of Black Lives Matter founder Alicia Garza 
has on its website a donate button that when clicked explains that Black Futures Lab is a physical, physically spon sponsored project of the Chinese Progressive Association. Huh, I wonder if our president know about this. As one of the um, Gonzalez wrote in this piece, the Daily Signal and Chinese Progressive Association is a protect is a partner of China in the U.S. The potential link between the communist regime in Beijing and the riots destroying American lives and livelihoods deserves investigation from the executive branch and Congress. There is a reason Americans don't have satisfactory answers when, it, when we ask who is funding these organized riots. It's true, we don't get any answers. The groups, their organizers, and their funders don't want us to know. They create multiple organizations and can move money among them. It is why Heritage Foundation policy experts have called for the Justice Department to investigate and, if appropriate, prosecute these organizations under the, the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organization Act. So it should be done, popularly known as RICO, and it should be. To get to the bottom of who is funding the riots, the federal government needs to connect the dots. Four of the dots are Black Lives Matter, Global Network Foundation, Garza, Black Future Lab, and the Chinese Progressive Association. A page at the Black the Black Futures Lab website page states that its founder, Garza, helped create Black Lives Matter in 2013 and adds, We are a proud supporter of Black Lives Matter Global Network, a chapter-based, member-led organization whose mission is to build local power and to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by the state and a proud supporter of the power movement for black lives, a coalition of more than 50 organi organizations representing thousands of black people from across the country that have come together to articulate a common vision and agenda. Yeah, what's your common mission and agenda? To burn the damn place down? Burn the city down? Kill innocent black children? Innocent black people? No, all black lives is not created equal according to you people. F out of here. The Chinese Progressive Association, which sponsors Black Future Lab, began in San Francisco as a leftist pro-China organization. The 
association continues to partner with China and has been praised by Chinese Communist Party's media outlet China Daily, including for participating in BLM protests. In 2010, the Chinese Progressive Association sponsored a flag-raising ceremony to hoist the Communist China flag at Boston City's Hall Plaza in honor of the Communist takeover of China in some 60 years earlier. The Chinese government has explicitly entered the propaganda battle in support of Black Lives Matter. For example, the Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Zhao, whatever his name is, said this summer the radical discrimination is a long-lasting problem in the United States. Really calm, really Chaikoms, said the Chaikoms who are putting Muslims in concentration camps. Yeah, you people, you sick F. The Chinese Communist Party has an interest in sowing discord, sowing discord in the U.S., particularly during an election year. They do not want Trump back, do you understand? Criticizing America for systemic racism is not just hypocritical, but a convenient distraction from the Chinese Communist Party's human rights violations against, like I said, the Muslims, minorities in China's providence. So, Americans have a right to know who is behind the continued violence in our cities. As sovereign nation, we should know whether a foreign government is fueling this internal damage to our country. The U.S. government should connect the dots and investigate, investigate the Chinese Communist Party's support for Black Lives Matter organization and the riots. And that's pretty much what the show you know, needs to end on that note because it's a very serious allegation and it's definitely worth investigating. But let's not forget what good old Newt is saying about George Soros. I, George Soros has long been investigated for things like this. Why is he not being investigated? I'll never know. But I cannot end the show yet because I talked about about a 17-year-old staffer who was shot dead in a drive-by. So I have to talk about this before the show ends. And basically, that person, the suspect was arrested. So I just wanted to mention that. I really didn't want to end the show without 
mentioning that because it's um, a shame that this 17 year old man had young boy had to die and it's clearly political and they're, they're trying to block that they don't want to mention that but clearly it was political I don't care what you say it was political you also have in California a homeowner who lost their house to wildfire slams Kamala Harris for trespassing on fire damaged property for photo op. You have a new stealth fighter, sixth generation prototype, flies in record time, invisible and deadly. I could imagine flying on something like that and uh, flying on something like that and you go you crash something goes wrong you're dead basically because if, if it's going that fast that it's invisible one miscalculation and boom you are done you are done 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 so house arrest ag bar says other than slavery coronavirus stay-at-home orders greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history. Is he wrong? No, he is not wrong. He is not wrong at all. So, I am going to bid you adieu, tell you to enjoy your weekend, have a good one, and we'll see you back on Monday. Don't forget politicalbombshow.com.